What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 200th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, nice. Night Punk, and with me, as always, is my 200th episode co-host, Pretty crazy. Wink. What's up, Wink? Oh, not much. Um, sitting here freaking hating, hating my internet. Um, I, I guess <laughs> I should give you guys the update on that. It's. I think there is actually a really good chance that I will have it next week. Um, they finished the uh, install like to my house and everything, so everything up to that point is connected. Just got to have the guys come in and get me going. So uh, I kind of think that'll happen this week, but uh, we will see. We'll see. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Oh, my fingers are crossed. I cannot wait. You know, it was. it's only yeah. fitting that our 200th episode, we have a bunch of problems, but it's fine. Everything is fine. We will get through it. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, I wanted to highlight as if we haven't already episode 200, man. I cannot believe that we've been podcasting this game since a little before mods came out in Star Wars Galaxy Heroes. I'm, I'm honestly, I have not gone back to listen to our mods introduction episode. I'm kind of curious what our thoughts were when that came out. Like, I don't remember what we said about it. I I don't either. Um, no, I, I'm pretty sure I was excited about it, but I, God, I cannot, uh, I, I can't, I can't remember for sure. I don't have the foggiest clue, man. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Some of these, uh, oh man, some of these episodes have had some very interesting conversations in it. I know a lot of people... That's fair uh, we got to say. some stuff to play over from you guys of your favorite memories and uh, things that happened on this episode, but uh, all the epic disagreements we've had. I know, people, and there's uh, been a few of those. those. <laughs> I know people find those fun. So uh, yeah, I don't think that there's anything on this episode that you're gonna get that out of, but uh, there's no, there's very little chance that that will never happen again so uh don't worry yeah. about it <laughs> yeah so uh 
If you're listening to the podcast, we're trying to do some GAC stream, and uh, my internet's just not cooperating really at all. Um, you you did part of yours. I I'm not even sure if y'all got to see any of my battles that didn't go well. I don't I don't know. Um, so uh, hopefully, going in the future, we should have no trouble, which is going to be pretty exciting. What what are we gonna do without tech issues? We're gonna have like more time to stream and stuff. It's gonna be crazy. Oh no, it's gonna be great. You know, to spend thirty minutes trying to fix all the problems in between different parts and Yeah, if you wanna know why we start late, just... that's most of the reason. Tech issues. Internet related <laughs> generally. Yeah. Very frustrating. Um All right. So I wanted to read off some of these. Some people put podcast feedback or some uh, messages in the podcast feedback. I wanted to read those off to you guys before we got into uh, our first topic. Actually, I have another thing for you after this, but uh, okay. you have to let me know what you think of it. But and that one that one throws back to the double digit episodes. I think I can't really remember, but. Uh, Big Deal says favorite memory that one episode when Wink's internet worked the whole episode. JK, uh, yeah, I like I that the JK is on there sure. because that's probably not been one. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't think there has been. Um, other than I, I wouldn't use a friend's internet. I think for one episode, or maybe that was a stream. Maybe that was my Joe Anakin Skywalker stream, or no, no one that Malik. I, I don't know. I did. A, I've done a couple streams where I go and use a friend's internet. Um, and those tend to go pretty well, but other than that, ooh, yeah, it's bad news bears, man. Uh, caffeinated Ewok now with the added tag of not a Wookiee. Good job, Wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys were the first podcast I had ever listened to because I had to got into smoker because I had a teacher who was really into the game now it's more than a year later, and I've been with you guys, and I listen to way too many podcasts and love the community on Discord. You guys help me connect with a friend and find some new friends. Thank you. I, uh, awesome. I'm i glad to hear that, man. I no definitely kidding. found a lot of new friends through this podcast. So, oh, oh yeah. I love this community. I totally agree. Um, I mean, th there are certainly a heck of a lot of people that I will, even once I quit playing this game, I mean... We have people that don't even play the game that still hang out in our Discord. Um, so that is that is pretty cool. Um, it's it's a great community. Thanks to all you guys. But yeah, good stuff. And then lastly, Ulaquel Droma said, uh, best memories of watching Esopod is watching it with my family on Saturday mornings. Wife is a Swugga player as well, and the youngling will be one day. And he got a picture Ooh. of him sitting there in the living room with his wife and kid with us on the tv screen they're pretty cool heck yeah i like it that is a great way nice, nice. to uh get your so in forget saturday morning cartoons right yeah no kidding you can have my you can have my animated face <laughs> yeah and it's generally quite animated when there are tech issues hopefully less of that <laughs> no doubt uh i'm gonna play another song for you guys because i found it and I know you guys like this stuff. So I'll play this song. Wink won't hear it again. So just bob your head like you do here. And then uh, okay. we'll move on. And I'll tell you when it's done so you know. And then you can move <laughs> on to the next thing. Perfect. 
All right, here we go. This is from one of our early episodes when we first started trivia. This was one of the punishments. This was my karaoke punishment, so enjoy. Some of you have probably never heard this, but if you ever hear the name Green Gear Slot Plus, this is what it's from. No air guitar. I fill you up. <laughs> All right, there you go. Wink, you're up, my man. All right. Um, so we're about to go into our first topic, but we got a bunch of um, things that you guys uh, called in and left. So we're going to use those as the things to change in between topics this week. So uh, let's go ahead and go to this first one. Hey, guys. Mike, a.k.a. Han Pikey from the Attack of the Schwartz. Congrats on 200 episodes. It's been a fun ride all these years, which makes it tough to narrow it down to just one favorite memory. From the chicken porn punishment to the sultry female, the beagle squadron, and, of course, GMP's big tip. There are just so many things to choose from. And also, thanks for answering the tough questions. Like, do you even mod, bro? Thanks again, guys. I hope the game and the SO pod are around <laughs> for episode 300. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Thanks, Han. Good stuff. Appreciate it. Um, all right. So that is going to lead us into what you did in Swaga this week. Um, what did you do in Swaga this week? So, um, I have been keeping to my caring less about Swaga strategy. Um, I basically, like, I've hardly actually played Fleet. I've pretty much just auto battles, um, usually do one. Arena's pretty easy, but, um, I've been spending just so much less time on Swaga, uh, which is, it's been so nice, honestly. Um, it, it's been when you when you said that, yeah. it reminded me of uh, Step Brothers. It's like so much more time for activities. Oh, <laughs> I've I've seen that line, but I've never actually seen that movie. So um, sue me. Uh, but yeah. Um, other than that. Uh, I have been farming kind of hard for the um, the Thai bomber because that thing's just kind of awesome. And so it's back. It's on a cantina note, obviously. So 
I am farming that hard. And it's actually going really well. Um, I think I'm like 60 out of 80 already. And so I'm pretty happy about that. And I took Nest to Relic 4. I forgot I was going to do that on live stream. And I totally forgot. Not that it would have mattered because my screen wasn't working anyway. But um, we, we would have seen it after the fact. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I kind of remodded her and stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of excited to see what she can do in... You know, Grand Arena and the, um, you know, just having her in Territory Wars and all this sort of stuff. Um, you know, I actually have like a really good nest now. So I'm, yeah, pretty excited about that. But uh, other than that, yeah, I didn't really do anything. That's pretty much my entire week in Swaga. Yeah, it's, it's. My week in Swaga for like the last three months has almost been the same. You know how it goes. I farmed and geared yep. this person. I'm this much closer to the thing that's out dangling in front of me. Um, just to touch so on Kaiser's comment you? there. Oh, I'll tell you in two seconds. But I just wanted to say this farm, despite the fact that the energy refresh is longer and... Uh, Despite the fact the energy refresh is longer and you uh the price for the refreshes is higher, I still like this better than the last one. Do you? The fleet one. Because yeah. the I every time it seems like every sim I get the amount that I simmed minus one at the least. Yeah. At least for me so far. So the numbers are good for this, and I like this this Galactic Chase way more when it's on Cantina. Yeah, at least not and compared to the last one. Right. And you can do only 100 crystal refreshes and end up in a really good spot as far as shards and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. So, as far uh, there's only one thing that really matters that I did this week. Only one. Okay. And that is I unlocked my Wampa Fortune. <laughs> so, took you long enough. Wampa is now on my account. I showed it during the GAC live stream before the podcast. He is there. I have pretty much the combination I have will probably always stay there, but I have Wampa as the picture and the uh, title is loyal friend. So nice. Me and Wampa buddies forever, but that's pretty much the main, main thing that happened for me this week. I've been asking for that Wampa portrait for a year since portraits came out, because yeah. I noticed when the portraits came out, I'm like, there's no Wampa portrait? What is this? The only thing I want. So now I have it. I'm super stoked. But as far as other things go, you if you watched the GAC stream before this, you saw how badass Captain Han, or Captain Veteran Han Solo is. Uh, so good. Wink's been talking about it for weeks on weeks. Uh, I just used I, I was talking about it. I was talking about it when they first said that they were going to give him the tag before we even got to use the resistance tag. Yes. yes. I have been very, very high on that and I am not disappointed. Um, I will he have a video is... out very soon about how to use him in light side territory battle because you can absolutely slay with him. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I got him to gear 13. So I used him at gear 12 in GAC cause I got him to gear 13 this week before the or after the uh, signups for GAC but man I'm super stoked to have him at gear 13 now so heck yeah that'll be that's a nice added bonus to uh you know having to gear up for uh Kylo Ren 
Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. But sure. uh, yeah, I'm happy to have him at relic levels. Uh, I did get first order type fighter pilot to gear 12. So now I just need to okay. get uh, gear 13 for Hux and first order type fighter pilot. I need to get to gear 12 for Sith Trooper when he hits seven stars. And then I got uh, special forces type fighter pilot to gear nine. Uh, so those are the only four I have left to get to gear 13 and three of the four are already very close. So yeah, I'm actually getting really close to uh, being able to start uh, unlocking Supreme Leader Kylo Ren. So oh, I'm yeah. about 85 to 89, somewhere in there. I did have to look to find out the exact shards for Hux and Sith Trooper. So they will definitely be seven star within the next week. Okay. And uh, then it'll all just be gearing and then I'll be ready for uh, Kylo Ren. How, how close are you? I'll announce the next thing. <laughs> uh, probably. Uh, how close are you on the gear for those other two knuckleheads, um, Hux and Sith Trooper? Do you, do you like have the gear ready? Have you been working on that, or are you just trying to get through the farming and then going to worry about it then? Uh, I have the pieces for Hux to get to gear 13. I don't have the pieces for Sith Trooper because I don't bother looking ahead. Uh, I have been farming very hard on... Uh, actually, I did look ahead for the gear 12 pieces that use fleet currency or fleet energy because fleet energy I always have an abundance of to farm the pieces. Gotcha. So I've been farming okay. the pieces that Sith Trooper needs for gear uh, at gear 12. So that hopefully I'll be ready for that. But uh, as usual, I ran out of med packs getting um, Han to gear 13. So it's been all med packs this week. Those stupid, stupid med packs. <laughs> Med packs are rough, man. That's yeah, they will slow you down for sure. Um, nice, man. I, I can't wait for you to get that Kylo farm going, um, because it's kind of awesome. <laughs> then we can talk about the event and our experiences, ah, like we said. Yes, remember we're like we're not going to comment on the event until we've both played it. Yep. And we're still waiting for that. You finished we, it. I haven't started yeah. it, but eventually we'll be able to talk about it. And uh, One of these days, I hope. We could ask uh, Elon what he thinks, or J-Pod. I know that they... Ah, uh, yes. They're, they're in the middle of it, loving it, so... Yeah, so much yeah, fun. Yeah. Highly suggest yeah. remodding. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, anything else you want to mention about your weekend, Swaga? No, I think that does it for now. All righty. We'll play the uh, next call-in. Hey, guys. Zach Mayer here. I just wanted to congratulate you guys on reaching that 200th episode. It's been great being in the game with you guys for so long, and I'm really happy for y'all. I uh, just wanted to say my favorite memory of the show and in uh, Galaxy Heroes in general has to still be the Raccoon Raid. <laughs> Raccoon Raid is the best, and it will never get better than that. Congratulations, guys, and uh, I've had a great time with you guys for the past few years. Bye. Oh, man. All right. Uh, for context there, if you don't know, <laughs> we Zathmer's oh. actually uh, co-hosted with us before uh, yes. back in the day. He is, he's been an officer in my guild since guilds came out. He, one night, very drunkenly, got into yes. Discord, ranting, barely being able to spell, 
uh, very worried back before you couldn't auto start raids. Very worried that we hadn't started the pit raid, but he repeatedly, about three or four times, wrote, "Is anyone going to start the raccoon raid?" Oh, like over and oh. over. That I think was if you look in, in so freaking funny. Uh, just the. I, I wish I had a screenshot of Discord from when he did that. Just I know you know what I can go find it after this because we still have our old Discord. But man, that segment of about twenty minutes of panic, panicked yeah. texts that were misspelled and just very worried was one of my favorite times in our guild. <laughs> yeah, it was magnificent. That was so freaking funny. Uh, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Oh, if you go to Discord into the uh, into general chat on our podcast Discord, you can find a meme someone made of the raccoon raid where they they photoshopped a raccoon's head on the rancor. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Pretty awesome. All right. All right. What did you want to talk about here? Next, next topic I want to talk about is what to do with General Anakin Skywalker. So many of you just now unlocked him, and when you're just unlocking him, he's only five stars, not seven stars, not gear 13, none of that stuff, because obviously at gear 13, he's pretty badass as a leader. However, gear, or five star, gear 11, man, uh, yawn break, I don't know. He's he's just not the same. He's not a great leader. So, here's what I recommend for everybody. And this is what I actually did for a long time in Arena. Is I would use him as a member of a Padme squad. And there is one slight variation with using Anakin Skywalker in a Padme squad. And that is, you don't really want to mod him for health, ironically. Can use health sets on him. That's still good. However, for your primaries, you're probably going to want to use protection just because health, it's only going to add like a thousand to two thousand best, like going with a health primary. So if you go with protection primary, he will actually be able to stay alive long enough to gain a bunch of protection up. Uh, otherwise, he'll just kind of get mopped up pretty easily. But he is just a freaking beast with Padme. Um I I miss using him in that squad. Uh, you know, I like Is him there... under Padme better than uh, General uh, or sorry, uh, Jedi Knight Revan actually. So, if we're gonna go on, um, if we're gonna go off of your recommendations at Gear Set or Relict Gas, I don't know. I didn't hear you say this, but. There's a lot of uh, conversation about crit damage versus offense for him. What's the best to do at the, the gear five? Or not gear five, but five star between the two. You uh, said focus on protection and health. Right. But uh, on your secondaries, if there's something you're looking for specifically, what is it? So um, the, the big thing as far as secondaries, if you're using Padme squad, you want speed because... You do want him to go often, and that team doesn't gain turn meter. Uh, so, speed is good secondary. Flat health. Uh, not percent health, but hat flat health is actually really good for him as a secondary. And offense can be pretty good, too, of course. Uh, you're going to want to go with a crit damage set, not an offense set, if you're using him with Padme. 
Um, as for a number of reasons, uh, teams will likely be trying to take down with him. Um, and, you know, just the way that he works, essentially, you don't have that bonus crit damage, all those reasons. So, um, crit damage is the best for actual damage output, but, you know, he'll be getting stacks of courage and he still inflicts days and all that sort of stuff. But the big thing is you can still use him as a mallet counter, um, which is great because he has, he still does the one thing he does extremely well. And that's that stacking down your max health. Um, so you kind of just want him to hang around and do that. So you can really just go with probably three health sets, um, with some protection, go with crit damage if you want some speed and pretty much call it good. Um, he's, he's awesome. Uh, I, I know people say a lot of people say that he's worthless until he gets to gear 13. It's just not true. He is, he's insanely good at gear 13. You just have to mod him to work with a Padme squad. Um, you know, it's a totally different modding strategy than what you would do with him as leader, but it's pretty damn good. Makes sense. I wish that I had Padme at the time. I think I unlocked gas before Padme, so I really never oh, got yeah. to use him until I got him as seven stars simply because I did not have even the Padme team to put him in. So for everyone yeah. out there that does have that Padme team to work with gas until you... Uh, I mean, if you have good clones, he's probably still a good leader to use in other things as well, but you have a very good um, option there with Galactic Republic, for sure. Right. Totally understandable. Um, and congrats to everyone that unlocked him. I know that uh, a lot of people were waiting for him, even in a couple in our guild, a lot in our uh, alliance. So for all you that got through that, uh, congratulations. I know that I heard that it was a for everyone that was doing it the first time. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, that one is a little rough as far as I the yeah. last the last one was the roughest for me. I think that yeah. So agreed. phase two of that one didn't take me very long. Uh, once I knew the strategy, I think it took me three total tries to get the second one. But man, it took me two hours on that last uh, that last phase. So oh, I understand I the struggle, and that's that why. Well, I didn't do it the first time either, so yeah, I knew exactly who to uh, have Gear and... uh, geared and ready. So yeah. yeah, that helps. That helps. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's not too bad once you figured it out. But congrats to all of you got Joanna Skywalker. Um, you know the if you don't have Padme, also he he's good under uh, Jedi Knight Revan too. I mean, he is a freaking Jedi, so. You can still use them there. And, you know, even there, you kind of have the similar deal um, protection great on him because that team just has so much recovering protection. Jolie can revive him. Like, there's just so much stuff going on. Um, you know, if you it, if he's five star, you know, if he's not gear 13, so you can't use him as a leader, or if you're scared to use him as a leader because he's too weak, next best is Padme, which is amazing. And if you don't have him, just... Throw him in a Jedi squad. Um, hell, he'd probably even be good under Qui-Gon, be good under Basil. It don't matter. I mean, the guy's guy's a beast. Um, he is a he is a Malik slaughterer. He is fantastic. 
As for Drew's question, gas versus Malakovich, which, which was worse? I, uh, definitely the gas for me. Uh, yeah, and gas say, for me as well. I, and I've said this since the event came out, I liked the Malik event and I didn't find it. I, I mean, it was hard, but there was strategy to it and it didn't re- involve too much RNG compared to just making the right calls at the right times to right. when to go after Malik and when to, you know, keep going after the side droids and building up uh, stacks of armor penetration, not armor penetration, armor shred and right. such. So, yeah, I like I love the Malik event. I still think it's one of the best events out there. Uh, but Padme's event, the first time it came around and everything that went on with that, as well as mm-hmm. uh, Gas's event, those are definitely way worse than... Uh, I mean, I, I, to a point, I'd even put Chewie, Chewbacca around the same level as Malik underneath those other two. Because that Chewbacca event, when it yeah. came out, was a was a, a very large annoyance. I, I didn't find it to be too bad. Um, Which is why you did it uh, for me. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, yep. Uh, all right. So why don't we go ahead and play the next one, and uh, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Sounds good. Hey, Wink and Goodnight Punk. This is uh, Tyrick Thorne here from BRG The Bad Batch. Just wanted to call in and uh, congratulate you guys on show 200. It's an awesome accomplishment. Um, as far as my favorite memory of the show goes, I would have to say it was the uh, Rhymes with Bleedo incident. That one uh, still makes me <laughs> laugh when I think about it. Love the show, guys, and keep up the great work. Bye. Thanks, oh. Tyrick. Appreciate it. Yeah, that was one of my biggest blunders to date. I That's say to date because I'm sure I will uh, – I'm sure I'll still – be continuing to stick my foot in my mouth throughout time. Apparently Absolutely. last week I did not put together that Rome was in Italy, so there's that. I, I, <laughs> I screwed that part up I, real bad. Yeah, I, I, I don't... You you explained it away for me in chat. I felt pretty good about your explanation. You know, a lot of people say, <laughs> I'd like to go to, you know, San Francisco, or California sounds really right. nice. And you can mean that, yes. you know, you know they're in the same place. That, I did not... I did not. Right. I stuck my foot in my mouth past. So, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Hey, you didn't have to admit. You could have just gone with it, but... Hey, you know... You're I, man. I'm okay with embracing <laughs> my flaws. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. So, let's move on to update. Uh, Grand Arena Championship Season 8. How excited are you for this? Uh, I'm excited it's back to 5 of 5. I'll say that much. I could not have oh, done another three v three. Yeah, I just... have been having more success with five v five than three v three, and so I want to get back to the one that I enjoy more. I'm the same way. I just three v threes. There's too many battles. It's like I just, which is it's nice when I have time, but man, if I don't have time, I just. Mm. It's hard to care. I, like, I don't put the effort into 3v3 that I do 5v5. Um, like, I'm a lot more kind of lazy on game planning. Like, I don't ever research what people do. Like, none of that. I just kind of throw something together on defense and then kind of wing it on offense and then just kind of hope it goes well. And it's just... Well, th- 
Think of it this way as well. Uh, I'm three. I'm I'm basically about five hundred and three v three. And if okay. you think if you look at it, I'm still only ten uh, k away from Kyber. After yeah. only winning half my matches, three v three is one of those ones where you, there's so many points involved that you can get to Kyber and still not possibly not even have a winning record. So if you're getting all the yeah. feats done and going 500, there's a good chance you still hit Kyber. So I don't know. It's it's it become makes it more casual for me because I know I'll at least get to Erodium even going 500 and not caring as much. So yeah. And uh, my only goal is to hit Kyber. Um, I have to. I'm definitely going to lose this round, so I just have to win next round. Full, full clear, and a win next round should should get me Kyber, if I remember spoiling correctly. So, um, gotcha. that's 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 really all I'm shooting for. So uh, we'll see if I get there or not. Um, I was at first, but then there's been some real rough patches in uh, in my matchups. So mostly yeah. revolving around Padme, and I hate it. <laughs> that freaking Padme, she is yeah. so good. What a good character. Now, Remember how long maybe, we were waiting? We're like Galactic Republic may become a thing someday. Just wait, and then it did. And you're like, make it go away. I don't like it anymore. Well, I it's mean, too good. It's it's well it's not like overpowered. It's never been the meta team. No, it's not. But it is no, it's so just, freaking it's just good such a against good team. everything. And it's such the mechanics on it are super cool. They're totally different than anything else. Like that's what's fun about some of these teams. It, so like uh the new Kylo and new Rey. They're great teams and they do have mechanics that no other squad has. But a lot of the way it works, it's just the the way the stats work are different more so than anything. It's like not completely like revolutionary type uh, w- in the way that the team works. Like, for example, Night Sisters, Galactic Republic. Like, there are no other squads that really use any of those same mechanics, um, which is really cool. I would like to see more squads that are kind of like that. And, you know, a lot of these remakes that they've done and a lot of these new squads are kind of that way. There is so much of, um, you know, them getting kind of creative with some of these team comps. But uh, what might have it more? Uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> that was a, the yawns are strong tonight. Ah, uh, they are. Um, yeah. Uh <laughs> All right, so what what else is on this uh, this uh, GAC update thing? All right, so we're going back to 5v5, but they've updated it for continuing to celebrate the 40th anniversary of The Empire Strikes Back. So uh, basically this GAC will be focusing on the second half of the movie and basically uh, featuring... Feats based on bounty hunters and the encounters that took place in Bespin's Cloud City. So, uh, if you know what happened there, Lobot, Lando, Vader, uh, Ugnot. I don't know if I haven't read these uh, feats yet to figure out if Ugnot's in any of them. But, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, this one will be focused on bounty hunters and 
Cloud City. So, yeah, let's go ahead and get into some of these. Uh, Shadowy Dealings gains stealth 50 times in Grand Arena. I don't feel like that one will be too bad. There's a lot of characters that you can gain stealth with. So That's true. And it's seemingly these 50 uh, time ones are de- lasting uh, throughout one round. So you'll get three ra- three rounds to try to get those 50. And that actually makes it very, very doable. So mm-hmm. Because we were wondering about this when we read off the ones for the 3v3. And then it changed it to 30 if that was 30 in one round or 30 over three days. And it was 30 over the three days. So that made it very, very doable. I feel like 50 stealths over three rounds, very, very doable as well. Yeah, probably. There's a second one. That'll leave a mark to offense up 50 times in Grand Arena. Same deal. Doesn't sound too terrible, but keep it in mind, of course. Uh, Next up, Head in the Clowns. Win a Grand Arena battle using Lando and Lobot. Title, Baron-Administrator. You know what? I actually would love to get this, but literally the only way I can get this is if I throw those two behind a Wampa on an easy match. <laughs> or it, yeah. oh, This is 5v5, so I can throw three good characters in with them in there with right. them to get this title. But my two-star ungeared Lando and my, uh, my ungeared Lobot are not going to do this themselves. That is But true. I like the title name. It is pretty cool. Yep. Not too bad. Not not one I'm like feel like I must get, but you know it's fine. Well, you know that Lando uh, or that loyal friend title for me is going to stay next to that Wampa forever, so <laughs> I don't got to worry about it. But it's nice to unlock these things just in case. Uh, next up is we don't need their scum. Win a grand arena battle using Darth Vader, Boba Fett, IG88, Bosk, and Dingar. Basically, Darth Vader and all the. Uh, bounty hunters we have in the game that were there with him on cloud city i like are there it any more i don't think there are any more um those are the five they've chosen i'm so imbo's not zam isn't uh yeah Django isn't i mean i don't really remember any That's anyone four, else five six seven i i would need to look but my phone's currently doing something else i can't open the game so yeah uh yeah i'll go i'm gonna go look at that here in a second but i really like this picture so there's another one called bespin occupation win a grand arena battle using darth vader boba fett and imperial stormtrooper and it is a portrait of cloud city a very cool portrait one that they used in a uh i think this is the same art it's gotta be that they used in an earlier uh uh promotional picture that they've done i've seen this picture before unless it's like a redraw of another one but it, it looks really cool yeah I don't, I don't remember uh one way or the other i know i've seen it before i just can't remember where from chicken bottom says there are more bounty hunters but none that are in the game yeah i know Forlom and zuckus are there on cloud city but they're not in the game gotcha uh with the rest of the garbage Win a fleet arena battle fielding Han's Millennium Falcon and Slave One. That actually doesn't sound too hard. Yeah, that should because be Slave One can be your first reinforcement on a like a rebel team. 
or yep. even you could have them out there to start. But slave one's much better coming in. So yes, actually, pretty good chip. Not not great anymore. It used to be like it used to be pretty beastly. The go to tank. <laughs> right, right. Um, I'd like it was to always Biggs and then Slave coming in. Yep, that is true. Uh, those days are gone. What's next? Um, let's see. Next, we have I Want That Ship when a fleet, uh, fleet arena battle fielding four bounty hunter ships. And again, this is fielding four bounty hunter ships. Um, so that's probably not going to be the easiest feat to do, but you do get a pretty cool, uh, slave one, um, what do we call those graphic picks or something? Uh, those things. Avatar profile pick. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Pretty cool. Little, uh, slave one. You missed the one above it too, which has a title of, uh, attached I thought you to did it. that one. Oh, uh, no, you didn't. Um, hello. What have we here? Uh, this one is win a grand arena battle with Lando and, uh, rebel officer Leia Organa. And the title is old smoothie. That's that's the one you need. <laughs> Old smoothie. <laughs> what are you like trying to say? That is a pretty good. What one. I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> what what is there to not like a, there? Come on. You're alluding to my big tips. Hey, maybe. I mean, everybody loves your big <laughs> tips. All right, uh, yeah, that's another one that's going to take those two behind someone else because Rolo, Rolo, while better gear than Han, is still, like, gear nine, so. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, they're about a month apart, so if I want to get both of them, then I got plenty of time. Uh, next up, I am your father. Win a grand arena battle with Darth Vader and Commander Luke Skywalker. Some of these, man, the combos you have to put together to finish them are just terrible. Yeah. Darth Vader and Commander uh, Luke Skywalker, gonna be no synergy, ugly. Better hope you have a uh, pretty bad team to fight against to get that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can use like a rebel squad, basically. And then with that rebel squad, just throw Vader um, in there. Yeah, just throw Vader in there, and you should pro- probably be good, I would think. Well, I mean, you could use the no- normal rebel squad. Just take out old Ben and throw uh, Vader in his spot, to finish it off. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I-, I think there are actually some decent options there. So, uh, pretty good. So, all right, stormtroopers here. Oh no, I've been shot. Defeat twelve enemy units. In Grand Arena with Imperial Troopers. Well, we know you're getting that one. Yeah, I shouldn't have much of a problem with it. I I do like that one a lot. Yeah, that, um, one, that, one's, that one shouldn't be any problem for anyone that has Imperial Troopers. Because five, uh, two, that's three matches, basically. And yeah. even then, there are more than that. More Imperial Troopers. That, <clears throat> excuse me. Right there, there are more Imperial Troopers than that. I don't know what just happened there, so. Yeah, well, well, and uh, we'll keep as, an eye on my my throat status as we go on here. <laughs> and as Kaiser says in chat, um, all you gotta do is like find a Night Sister squad that's weak and use your troopers, and you'd be good to go. And if you don't know how to use troopers, YouTube.com/slash Shattered Order Pod. 
Yes, slash that or pod. Uh, <laughs> I got a pretty good video about modding them there if you have any questions or anything. So, uh, pretty good stuff. And last but not least, final uncomfortable dinner party. What a great name. Um, <laughs> defeat like 12 one. enemy units in Grand Arena with a dinner guest. And those dinner guests are Darth Vader, Boba Fett. Rebel, Officer Leia Organa, Legendary Chewbacca, Captain Han Solo, Lando, Cal Rizian, or Lobot. Interesting. So, one, two, three, four of them are worthless to me. I don't I don't think I'll be finishing that one. Um, so, here's the thing. Because they can't uh, just be in the party. They have to defeat enemy units. Well, can your bounty hunters... Beat Night Sisters. Mine? No. Yes. Oh, that could be a problem. <laughs> um, yeah, that ain't yeah. oh, or or your or your rebels. Legendary Chewbacca could just smash uh, smash zombie over and over and over and over. Uh, certainly possible. True. That is you have true. Options. You got options. I will find a way where there's a will. There's a way. There's a way. That's what they, That's what they say. say. <laughs> huh. All right. Um, let's uh, let's move on to. Uh, well, well, actually, we'll go to the next call-in. Um, we have quite a few left, so I'm gonna play two, um, and then we'll talk about our next topic. All right. Sounds good. Uh, have an issue. Okay. This is Turner Biobi from Rebel Force, Yavin Tor. Congrats on 200 GNP and Link. Keep up the great work. Uh, one, one thank you, sir. About, about this one. Um, thank you. Yes. And uh, I love Google Translate because apparently we are GMC and Link. Um, yes, I will happily be Link uh, because Link's kind of, I mean, Link's kind of a badass. Like, so, yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. I and then I'm a uh, car company apparently. <laughs> Thanks, you Google are, Translate. Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, General right, Motors. Let's <laughs> let's, uh, let's play the next one. This is D Money calling to congratulate you guys on your 200th episode. And easily the best moment ever on the show was Rapace. Congratulations, <laughs> <laughs> guys. <laughs> Thank you, D. I don't know how that's, I forgot about that one. That's one uh, that I would not have thought about had he not mentioned it, but that yep. went on for weeks. That yeah, that that was uh Rapaste. Yeah, that was I still uh, don't know how to good say stuff. it. Oh. <laughs> I still don't know the correct way to say it. I I, I believe it's repose. I I thought I don't think that's right. That's the problem. I thought it was like repose sure or is. something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's repost. Repost. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. There we're good to go. <laughs> See, that's learn right. things and lose them instantly. That's that goldfish brain. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, all right. So the next thing we want to talk about are some changes to Supreme Lyric Kylo Ren. Uh, very interesting changes that I was really just not expecting here. Um so the this first change I actually thought was already in in the lead. I, I was talking to somebody in our alliance and was like um you you know 
I was like, are you counting for the speed in Kylo's lead? He's like, he's like, oh, no, I didn't think about that. And then Messenger me later and was like, there is no speed on his leader, Billy. I'm like, really? I was so surprised to find out there was no speed on Kylo's lead. But now there is. Was it, um, was it in the reveal and just never made it to the kit until now? That's a good question. Maybe that's where I got that from. I don't know. Because that's I, the only place I could think that you got it from. You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I got it from somewhere. I don't know where. Maybe I was just thinking that because of Ray's and the fact that so much of their other leads were similar, maybe. I don't know. Um, But basically what they did is they threw 30 speed onto his leader ability. And also on his leader ability is advantage is now basically crit immunity. So if a first order character has advantage, they cannot be critically hit which negates the ridiculously high crit chance on Joannick and Skywalker. So this this serves as kind of a double prevention of, you know, a few easy squads. I know there are still some ways to beat it without, you know, a couple cheap ways to kind of beat it, but it does make Supreme Leader Kylo Ren quite a bit better. Um, and there is a bug fix as well on Supreme Leader Kylo. Uh, what was the bug fix? They fixed a bug where his head would disappear sometimes when he uses ultimate ability in raids. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, you, uh, you gotta hate it when you lose your head. So, no yeah, more heads. Not, not good. Not good. No at more all. heads disappearing. Um. Yeah. Glad to see the headless horseman gone. <laughs> Halloween event is over. Regular Kylo Ren is back. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, that would be cool if they would bring that bug back for Halloween. <laughs> that that would be pretty. That crack me like up. A, a one week. Type you know, like, yeah. The headless um, Kylo is back. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, anything else to say about Supreme Leader Kylo Ren? Like, do you have any thoughts on it as far as? I mean, anything? Nope. Don't have him unlocked, so didn't really affect me. But it's nice to know he got better before I even unlocked him. So there's that. Yeah, well, that's fair. Cool. All right. Well, then I will play the uh, next call-in. Hi. Uh, if you're a lonely Star Wars nerd doing coke off your friend's Harry Wookiee, then I have just the podcast for you. Shattered Ordered Podcast. This place has everything. Endless discussions about mods, no internet, huge punk tips, chicken erotica, and of course, everyone's favorite, the sultry female, which is that thing when you dress up a midget like the Sultan of France and make them talk dirty to you. So when you feel like a good time, but your blue booby Jedi has a headache, Download the latest Shattered Ordered podcast. <laughs> That's pretty good. Great. That was That's pretty good. good. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Very well done. Um, thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. <laughs> that is going to lead us into talking about the Imperial Thai Bomber. Before we do that, we this? should mention, which oh. we didn't talk about in the update, is that... Thai Bomber was introduced this week 
and came out with a galactic chase, which is going on right this moment. Yeah. Uh, so event, the event uh, began on June 4th. Uh, I think it was four days or five days. And this one was not Fleet Energy. It was Cantina Energy, which has had a very in a very good drop rate based on the amount of time it takes to regenerate Cantina Energy and how much the refreshes are. So if you've seen a much better drop rate on those shards, that is the reason. Because it's going to cost you a few more crystals to get those refreshes in to get those shards. But the rate at which you get them uh, is much better. And uh, I'm enjoying this event because I think it's, I actually feel like there's a definitely no chance I don't unlock it if I'm not, if I'm doing refreshes. So I'm loving it. Uh, got a few more days left with it. So if you are trying to unlock this ship, uh, get her done. It's, it's, it is one of those, another one of those ones where people are talking about it uh, being a, a killer bring it tying together an entire fleet so let's talk about that what do you say all right that sounds uh freaking fantastic Th- why don't you so drive this, this the... ship all right i will i will absolutely fly <laughs> this ship um this was the one that they kind of hinted at and well basically told us it was going to be coming in the last q a when they said like you know new Ships like the Imperial Tie Bomber. So we kind of knew this was coming. We wasn't sure when, what it was going to do, or anything of the sort. The only thing is, Empire Squads kind of suck. So let's dive into the kit and see what this ship actually does. I would like to point out it's not a legendary event, as you predicted. That is true. Um, <laughs> I, I Just I, dropping uh, in a galactic chase. I, I started, uh, started farming that... Um, Emperor Shuttle. I, I feel like there's something coming for Empire. There has to be something coming. Um, so you did call that it would drop during the ESB uh, celebration stuff. So you got yes. that right. Yeah, that that I felt pretty good about. Um, it made too much sense. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> yeah, no, no. to see like you know a legendary event at some point where you. You know, you need the Imperial Tie Bomber, Vader's Tie, the Emperor Shuttle for. I don't know what, like. I don't know. Is there another, like, iconic Empire ship? Besides the Death Star. I mean, Death Star would be amazing. <laughs> it's like a capital ship. Like, hell yeah. But, um. Oh, Jesus. That would be. That would be nuts. Nukes everything at the end. Um, it would have to nuke a planet and then kill ships with the uh, with the planet's debris coming at them. Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine the visuals That'd of a Death cool. Star capital ship destroying a planet and then the debris coming back to AOE the uh, the opponent's uh, ships? You know, actually, what they could do, you could have the Death Star as a capital ship that doesn't do anything because really, it only has one attack. So it would be like a capital ship that like gives like one of those crew abilities where Empire ships say recover twenty percent protection every time they attack, something like mm-hmm. that. And then all you have is the ultimate, just the countdown to the ultimate. That that would be kind of cool. It'd be Holdo esque in a way. Um, that didn't that didn't the Death Star have like a. Uh... Maybe I'm, I'm, 
I could be thinking of something totally different, but didn't it have, and I know they don't call it this in Star Trek Wars, this is a Star Trek term, but didn't the Death Star have a tractor beam that pulled the ship in at one yes. point? Yes, that is. So that's that, another ability you could use. Use the tractor beam to stun the Star ship. Too. Yeah, is they could do that. Is it a tractor beam in Star Wars? Yes, it is. Um, but it also perfect. has, uh, you know, the laser cannons, like, you know, during the trench run that they're shooting at them. Uh, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm, I mean, I guess you could use that as the capital ship. That's, that's a good point. <laughs> be interesting. I like an it. An interesting idea. Um, all right, all so, right let, so back to this TIE bomber. Yeah, the, uh, the unit name is, of course, the Imperial TIE bomber. It's a dark side Empire tank. It is described as a debilitating Empire tank that inflicts burning, cripples enemies' offense, Ooh. and provides heavy defensive capability. I'm excited to see where this burning comes from. First time we've seen it on ships. I like it. No, um, no, the basic no. ability is the uh, LS1 laser cannons. Final text, still physical damage target enemy and inflict target lock for one turn, which cannot be resisted by rebels. Target lock, inflict burning for one turn, which can't be dispelled or resisted by rebels. So this is this is kind of interesting. So I think burning does 15% health damage um, at the beginning of your turn. So this ship paired with the TIE Advanced, there would be a lot of target lock. Every basic attack from the ship would inflict burning. Um, I don't know it. I, I, I'm I pretty sure burning would not stack. I don't think I've ever seen an instance where it tries to. But I'm pretty no, sure it so. does not stack. Um, but I mean, burning's pretty nasty stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of kind of digging this um and for burning to finally come to ships it makes so much more sense it makes so much sense thematically you hit a ship with your laser and it's probably going to be on fire if the shields are brought down far enough you know what i mean like yeah so burning makes sense on ships and the uh the damage from the burning at the beginning of their turns makes sense it's awesome that that's finally a thing on ships and you're going to be doing a lot especially like you said with uh with uh the tie advanced out there not to mention just how reliant on target lock these ships are because think of the tie fighter um and its damage or am i thinking of the first order tie fighter i might be thinking of the first order tie fighter that Uh, special The special that does the, all that damage against target lock enemies. I think I, yeah, I think it is. I think it is one, first think. order type. Yeah, I think that's correct. No. Um, but yeah, still a very uh, target lock reliant team, which is this plays into that for sure. Uh, the first special is called Proton Bombardment with a three turn cooldown. Final text: Dispel all buffs on all enemies. Then deal physical damage and inflict burning on them for two turns, which can't be dispelled or resisted by rebels. This ability cannot be evaded. So this, I believe, is the first time that there is a dispel all as a regular ability. There are two ships that have it as a reinforcement. Uh, that is the um, the U-Wing, Cassian's U-Wing, and also the Ebonhawk. 
both of those ships dispel all buffs when they are called in as reinforcements. But this one actually does on ability, which I think is super freaking cool. Actually creates a lot of flexibility. This is a ship that you could kind of keep as a reinforcement on most fleets, especially if you're fighting like uh, uh, General Kenobi squads. Uh, this can be a good ship to actually bring in, dispel some buffs, and put down some burning. It's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. I do the burning aspect of this ship is what one of the biggest things for it. That's that fifteen percent health is great on ships, even if they're hiding behind a tank. Yep. That's what I love about uh pro that's what it, like obviously this is only for two turns and it's one one turn on the with the basic one. But two turns of fifteen percent health damage is really good. That's what I love oh, yeah. about uh, buzz droids is that they replenish themselves when the team takes a turn and they do all of that percentage damage to that team. Because when yeah. that's as long as I can get buzz droids out on anyone behind a hound's tooth, I know that they're going to just slowly kill themselves. So for sure, burning great, even especially an AOE one where you can get it on behind tanks. That's the easy way to take out a team or a low health plane, plane ship behind a tank. So. Very good. All right. So the unique ability is called dual pod design. Final text. The Imperial TIE Bomber has plus 20% max protection for each active Empire ally, including the allied capital ship when it enters battle and gains 20% max protection every time another Empire ally enters battle from reinforcements. Empire allies ignore 20% defense for each rebel and each target-locked enemy. The Imperial TIE Bomber gains taunt at the end of the turn if an enemy is target-locked and the TIE Bomber isn't already taunting. This effect expires at the end of the turn if there are no target-locked enemies. While any rebel enemy is target-locked, all rebel enemies deal 50% less damage. While That's enemies probably are inflicted one of the with most burning, important sentences. <laughs> yeah that's that's a really big difference I massive mean, for, for like the falcon and that yeah um but also while enemies are inflicted with burning they have minus 25 percent offense doubled for light side enemies rebel enemies can't attack out of turn while burning so that is really where the um you know that special ability comes in with that aoe burning is against the falcon to be able to dispel the buffs, it can't be evaded, so it goes through foresight. Um, it will inflict burning, and then that prevents the Falcon from attacking out a turn. This is it's pretty gnarly. It's basically like a Falcon preventer. Um, that that's almost entirely what this does, which kind of fits in mm -hmm. with what they're wanting to do in moving to more fleet battles in Grand Arena. Um, because it would force you into using Thrawn and maybe Tarkin as a lead. Important thing to mention that I don't think we did at the beginning is that this is also a pilotless ship. So that makes four in a row that we've gotten pilotless. Yes, they're going crazy on the uh, on the pilotless like ships, which, yeah, me too. I for sure. like it. All right, only one more thing to talk about here, and that is the reinforcement ability. Reserve ordnance. Final text. 
Enter battle. Inflict burning on all enemies for two turns, which cannot be dispelled or resisted by rebels. Then call another random empire ally to assist. This ability cannot be evaded. That's a lot of burning. Burning, burning, burning. Everything is burning. Thai bomber so, is burning everything. I mean, it's kind of into every single ability inflicts burning. No matter what he does, he has a chance to inflict burning. Pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. First of all, gonna... said that uh, KP67s has uh, a max out Empire Squad. And has some videos using Targon to beat Negotiator using the TIE Bomber. So that that's pretty cool. Um, go check that out. Uh, I'll have to go. I will have to go track that. Very interesting down. as well that that doesn't really apply to any of the Rebel stuff in this kit to make that team able to that's beat true. Negotiator as well. Yep. So strong either way. Indeed. Very cool to check that out so you have any other thoughts on the tie bomber uh glad it's a another galactic chase gotta love those i mean granted it makes the odds it's entirely up to you whether you unlock it with these unlike a marquee event where you're guaranteed to get it but i do like the cantina version of galactic chase and i find it it's not too terribly hard to get it because and the best part about it is while you're trying to get it you're still using that energy on other things than the ship so i am getting signal data from all of my refreshes while i'm still farming a brand new ship you know what i mean so yep very happy to have it as a galactic chase over a marquee event because i'm getting lots of signal data which i need while still getting the ship so I mean, if you're a farming signal data, you're it's just throwing your shards on top of it. I mean, even 200 crystal refresh is not a bad idea at all. Um, I'm personally not doing them at the moment. I've seriously considered it. Um, if I was going to be a little short on the unlock, I probably would do 200 crystal refreshes because, like I said, I think it's a pretty good value, but I just don't want to spend that. Um, so, yeah, it's a yeah. it's fantastic value. Highly recommend uh, getting you a tie bomber. Very nice. I agree. All right. All righty. Let's, uh, let's play another call-in. Let's do it. Hey, guys. Drew Nuts here. Just wanted to say congrats on 200 episodes. You know, you've come a long way since the days, uh, beginning days of the game. You know, things like Phasma Lead, Theory Crafting the Tank Raid, Wink's Tech Issues. Yeah, actually, scratch that last one. We still got that going on. Sorry. <laughs> I certainly enjoy the community you've built and can't thank you guys enough for all the fun you've brought to the game. My favorite memory goes back quite a bit uh, to when a uh, very sober wink told a very not sober goodnight punk to, quote, do math. I use that with my coworkers, my kids, my wife, you know, pretty much any time I need to, you know, be a jerk to prove my point that I'm smarter than they are. Works like a charm. Thanks, wink. Hey, uh, anyway, thanks again, guys, and, uh, you know, see you on the hollow tables. Wow, saying that out loud sounds just as bad as reading it from CG. Apologies. Later. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh, Drew. Man. I appreciate that. That was good. <laughs> that was really good. I like it. Oh, very funny. Um, that's the that's the wink equivalent of get good, which he's also said to me. 
<laughs> yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. Can't disagree. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Good, good times. Um, all right. So it looks like we have two more call-ins. Do we want to do them now or wait till we do this last thing? Uh, let's do them now and then we'll do this last thing and then share our final thoughts after this. Hi, this is Africa. Long time listener, rarely make it live. Uh, love the show, guys. Congratulations on number 200. Um, so here's my question for you. Uh, I've got two accounts, one at 5.6, one at 3.7, and I don't have any work toward the Galactic Legend. Is there any point in working towards either one of these particular legends if I have no interest in them particularly? Or should I, like, maybe just drop an account? Um, yeah. Anyways, guys, thanks for the show. Enjoy listening, and uh, you guys take care. Stay safe. Ooh. First off, to answer your question about dropping them is if you're enjoying both of them playing them, okay, that's fair. then keep playing them. I mean, there's no point in dropping it if you enjoy playing it. You know what I mean? But if you don't enjoy playing two accounts, which is what the point I got to, that's why I dropped my second account. But if you're enjoying it, man, keep going, man. I mean, I don't think that Galactic Legends should uh, throw that big of a wrench into your spokes as far as what you're doing if you enjoy it. Because right. a lot of characters you don't get, a lot of legendary characters I haven't got on the first go. And granted, the game was a little different in those times because there was still stuff, a lot of more information flying around and updates coming out at that time. Mm-hmm. But it didn't fully impact my enjoyment of the game because I had other stuff to work on. And eventually I'd get those characters. And so I could say the same with uh, these Galactic Legends if you're not even going for them now. Uh, over time, it's going to get simpler to get to the point where you can unlock them. And at that point, because I fully believe that as they add more relic tiers and past relic seven, it'll probably be something else you're doing to get those other relic levels. They'll probably ease the, uh, the, the way up to gear 13. So getting all those characters to gear 13 for a, a, uh, for a galactic legend later on might be a lot easier. I don't, can't say that would be this year or maybe even next year, but Eventually, you're going to get them, and if you find yourself enjoying the game more playing it without them, then keep going, man. Yeah, um, I, I would say I probably recommend anyone with a second count to drop it because that just to me sounds terrible. But um, no, I'm with you. If, I mean, if you enjoy it and you have the time, then by all means. Um, but yeah, it just oof. sounds rough. Got to be honest, and. As for the Galactic Legends, as great as they are, if you're not that interested in one of them, don't bother. Um, I'm not that interested in Ray. I mean, if we're talking Daisy Ridley, it's a different story. But Ray in game, eh, I mean, she's good. But I'm just, I, I'm not going for it. I don't care. I want to. I want to gear characters that I think are fun, and that's what makes the game enjoyable. Um, you know, gearing up characters that you enjoy. So. Make sure you're doing that. And on the alt account thing, I just want to point this out to people out there. Alt accounts are a lot of fun. When they're new, it's something fresh. You're playing the game from a fresh new perspective. You're doing what you want. 
the brand, the game's brand new all over again because the game now starting it now is different than it was four years ago so you're almost playing a brand new game but the thing you got to remember if you start an alt account is this eventually that alt account goes from being new to being in game or getting near the in game and everything that you don't like about your main account that would make you start an alt to play along with your main account suddenly now you have two of the same thing and now you're just grinding twice as hard for the same things uh and you're just doing twice the work. That's what get, that's what got it with me with my alt account. My alt yeah. account was five five million GP. My main account is five point two. Literally doing the exact same things on both accounts, minus going for one Galactic Legend over the other. And so it just became so much of a grind that I had to admit. Now alt accounts are fun. Don't get me wrong. When they're new, it's all new and exciting until you get to the end and you're just grinding again. So. Yeah, I don't know. Gross. There's two perspectives to look at it, so there you go. All right, uh, let's play the final one. All right, let's do it. Hey, fellas, Apocalypse here. Uh, I'm sharing my favorite memory from the Shadow Podcast. You guys are so awesome. You do so many cool things. Uh, I've appreciated everything you've been doing over the years. Two things that stick out to me. One, reliability. You guys are there every, pretty much every damn Friday night. Um, and that's awesome. Even when the game's slow, you think of things to talk about, and that, that makes a difference. It's something I can count on. And the second thing, um, my favorite memory was the Patreon-only uh, After Hours chat just a couple of weeks ago when you both got a little looped and really seemed like you um, were super vulnerable and shared a lot about yourselves and a lot about your opinions. I thought it was awesome to get to know you in that way. Uh, keep being awesome. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Well, thanks, man. I appreciate it. that. Thanks. Um, yeah, that was that was that was a lot of fun. Um, th- those uh, those Patreon after dark things are they're, <laughs> they're pretty good. Um, if if you're not already, uh, Patreon.com/slash/shatteredorder, you can get access to those that we do monthly. Um, we'll do another one here pretty soon, maybe next week uh, for June. We'll, we'll let you guys know on Discord uh, exactly when we're going to do it, but. Um, those are a lot of fun. Uh, get drunk, let loose a little bit, answer all the questions you guys put in there, no matter what they are, kind of talk about everything. And it is a heck of a lot of fun. Um, so it is yeah. fun, for sure. Uh, I'm going to be honest, though, with those, I really enjoy after doing a podcast for two hours, doing the SO After Dark and having questions just not necessarily about Swugga to talk about. Yeah. For however long, that makes it a lot uh, fun too. Totally so agree. We'll see how the next one goes. As yep. for the next thing, I talked about it last week. We haven't done it the last two weeks, but I've been holding, I've been cutting and pasting this into the show notes for the past two weeks because we wanted to do it. <laughs> We're going to do it this week on the 200 show because why not? We're here to do fun things and uh, just enjoy ourselves. So, Sklar4 put up in our topic ideas a post now if you are if you're anywhere on the internet on social media you see uh over the last few years they have these things and a lot of times it has to do with sports the ones that i see most of the time but they put a point a dollar value and they put a line and then they put a bunch of uh you know players or movie characters or products or whatever and then you rank it and they give you amount of money and you have to spend that money to build 
your best lineup, team, products, movie characters, whatever it is. So he has come up with, I believe he came up with this himself. Let me check a Discord real quick. I don't want to make sure I credit the right person, but yes, Clark 4 I made a couple of these and posted on Reddit. So if you've seen it on Reddit, you've already tried this, but uh, let me bring it up on the live stream so you know what I'm talking about. Here it There'll is. There'll be a link in Basically, the show notes if you are listening yes, no and want doubt. to see it as we go along. So there's a separate, not separatist, there's a bounty hunter one and then there's a scoundrel one. So I think I have the scoundrel one up here first. Now, I would like to point out, because Sklar 4 also has a Gear 12 Gam Guard, he put him on the $7 line. I don't think <laughs> any of us are buying Gam Guard for $7 in a $15. Really? Store. All right, so... <laughs> Actually, the, 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 he's, the budget for the scoundrel t- table is $20, he said. So okay. You got $20 for this table. All right, $20. Ooh, all right. Uh, so we have to come up with five characters. So, all right. Hopefully, you guys are listening along. That we're not going to read all. You know what the price on everybody is. Um, where where are you thinking about starting? See, you gotta start with the leader ability, right? I'm gonna have to start with. Uh, see, I don't even know. Is he even listed on here? Who? Because Grief Karga has a good... Uh, is he not a scoundrel? Maybe that's why. Uh, is Grief Karga a scoundrel? Uh, I thought he was on here. Yeah, he is. He's a $4 guy. But not as a leader. No, right? not as a leader. Isn't he a scoundrel leader? I don't think I thought he, his leader involves scoundrels. Ability? I'm going to find him. I'm going to find out. Give me a second. Uh, let's see. Grief Karga does have a leader ability, and it is uh, all allied bounty hunters gain 30% max protection. Whenever an allied bounty hunter gains a buff, they recover 5% protection. When Grief is in the leader slot, the following contract, attack out of turn 20 times. So it's like a less right, so- good Bosk. I'm going to have to go with either Kira or Kira or Boba Fett. Now, Boba I'm Fett, towards Boba only because he's $4. But Boba Fett's leadership no, is the Mando's only other $4. one. Boba's three. Oh, he's three. That's even better. Yeah. But yeah, if you know Boba's leadership, all allies gain 50% crit damage and 10% crit chance. Which is a pretty good leader um, for $3. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And, and Kira's scoundrel allies have 5% crit chance. In addition, whenever they score a crit hit, they recover 10% protection and gain an additional bonus based on their role for the rest of the battle. So even though it's expensive, I think I would buy the Kira lead. Only because all the okay. other bounty hunters are bounty hunters. And uh not going to... I would probably do the exact same thing with them in the bounty hunter window. <laughs> so I'm going to start with Kira as my so, leader. Oh. I would do Jango. Uh, it's cheaper and his leader ability is still awesome, even for scoundrels. Still gives plus 30 speed to scoundrels. So 
Okay, that's right. He does do a little bit for both of them. I forgot about that. He does. Yeah. He has a lot of really good stuff I also, in his kids, so. I, I also forgot that Lando has a decent abil- leader ability. He does. Plus. For a dollar. Yeah. Uh, shoot. I can't remember how much speed it is. There's crit damage and speed. That's his uh, leader ability. Um, yeah, all I right, got so it here. Who- it's uh Scoundrel and Rebel allies gain 11 speed. Sorry, I'm looking at level one. Scoundrel and Rebel allies gain 15 speed and 29% crit damage. Okay. So. I might move Uh, to him if I run out of money here. All right. So you have $13 left to spend. Who else you putting with Gira? Okay. uh, Let's see. Well, I'm going to take our dude that we talked about earlier for $3, and that is a veteran Han. Okay. So that's 10. I got 10 more. Veteran Han. I need a tank. I'll go. This is rough, man. I'll go. I'll go Zalbar with mission. And then throw in a hot Han. How's that? Okay. So I got I got Kira, Veteran Han, Zalbar Mission, Hot Han. Not only too Hot shabby. Han because of the revives and the uh, days. And then you've got uh, can't go wrong with Zalbar and Mission together. And then Han just hits like a truck now. That's true. Along with the uh, along with Akira. So I think that's. I think that's, that's decent. That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Um, so I am going. Uh, I'm going Django lead. I am going to go with Django, the Mandalorian. So I get some meat at ten dollars total. So I have to fill my last three spots with ten dollars combined. So. Um, what did you for just say the two you picked were? Say it again. Django and Mando. Django and Mando, okay. So you have 11. So, oh, no, that's the leadership. No. Okay, I see. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, Dangar. How can I not use Dangar? Uh, oof. $7 left. Grief. And I was going to try to throw Nest in there, but that's I'm definitely not going to be able to make that Ooh. work. So <laughs> can't afford that one. I am going to go with Oh, this is tough. You know what? I, I can't decide between uh God, I can't I can't decide between Zam and my boy Veteran Han, so I'm just gonna go with Veteran Han because because he's awesome. Alright, so what were the final what what was your final team? I'm gonna write it into the notes. Alright. Django Mandalorian uh Grief Dangar and Veteran Han. 
I like it. Alright, so I had Kira, that Han, Zalbar, Mission, and Hot Han. I like those teams. Those would be interesting. I wish that they, I wish that we, back in the day, we had test accounts and we could fight our two teams against each other. That would have been fun. Ah, uh, yes, that would have been fun. <laughs> back back in the max, day. The two maxed out teams going up against yep. each other. That'd be sweet. All right, so the next one is Bounty Hunters Only. Yep, next up we got Bounty Hunters Only. And you only got what 15 is our bucks for this one. Ooh, 15, ouch. So that makes it, uh, things just became a little different. Mm. Yep, all right, all right, $15. Okay. Uh I need to go look at something. Do you know where you're starting? Um, I'm kind of calculating the total for the team that I want. And it's, let's see, it's, we're going, that's $2, $3, uh, $6. I've only used $6 and I have three characters. Really? Okay. Um, yeah. Now I just got to find out if there's any more that I'm missing I can think of. Six, that would pick me over by one, dang. Um, yeah, because there's no one else that actually... I think that I would go with... Yes, this would fit. All right, I'm going to go with a Zam lead for $2. Okay. I'm going to throw in Greedo for one, so we're at $3. Okay. I'm going to throw Dengar in for another uh, $3, so we're at $6. I will add Django in there for $4 because of his AoE to get me more thermal detonators, and then I'm going to throw Bosk out there as the tank for the squad and make the... Uh, I'm going to make the thermal detonator team. On the I like cheap. it. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So I am going to go a much different route. Here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Boba lead with grief Karga, the Mandalorian. Okay. That gets me to 13. So I'm going to have to go cheap here. So I am going to go with uh, Greedo, and I kind of wish I could go with IJDA. I just cannot bring myself to do it. So I'm going to have to go with Aura Singh. All right, so one more time. Your team was Django lead? Uh, no, Boba lead. Boba, Grief, That's right. Mandalorian, Greedo, and Aura Singh. I'm writing it down. No, now. Boba. you know what? I lied. I I'm going with IG88 <laughs> instead of Aura Singh. IG88 has some nice stuff in his kit. That's what I'm going with. All right, name it off again. I I I, <laughs> I need to see right. this visually. I can never remember in my head. Boba Fett, Grief mm-hmm. Karga, the Mandalorian, Grief. Mando, Greedo, and IG88. Greedo. Dude, that's a death squad. Jeez. Yeah, that's the idea. Lots of damage. Lots of crit damage. A lot of crit chance. It'd be pretty gnarly. 
That but I mean, you got Boba with his wrist rocket. Boba with his wrist rocket that just destroys things. Mando with his insta kill. Grief making oh. everyone better. Dude, I, did I show you Greedo the video? With the triple taps. Um, I don't think I ever posted on the YouTube channel, but I did a video where I used Boba, Wampa, Stormtrooper Han, Watt. And Hermit Yoda, I believe, in phase two of the Rogue Sith Raid and got like 15 million. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, a was, motley crew. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Uh, it's kind of like an old team that I, I... I did a previous video about using Wampa in that team a long time ago. And I kind of wanted to see what it would do once I got Relic uh, Wampa. And, you, you know, with Watt in there, I mean, he just goes constantly and absolutely wreck stuff it is awesome hell of a lot of fun yeah no doubt that's cool all right so um i think that's pretty much all we had in the show notes but i i think before we get out of here what is your favorite thing or favorite moment or whatever here on the Shadow Roar podcast? Oh, geez. Um, honestly, it has to be the Greedo during trivia. Bleedo, probably, because I was. <sighs> it was pretty amazing. So sure of myself with you what were. I said and almost instantaneously felt like the biggest idiot on the planet <laughs> and i'm pretty sure i lost that one by a point which also made back when we had punishments for losing trivia yes so pretty much made me have to do something uh, bad and uh yeah that was absolutely the worst the worst yep. but man everyone has everyone bringing up all the different things riposte and uh raccoon raid man. and God, there's so much stuff i just, forgot about Way too many. Uh, what is it? Uh, what What was the one that we have in in a sounder with uh, with McMole? Oh, smashing that oh, ass. There do, you go. Oh, smashing <laughs> that ass. Do you even mod, bro? Here's, do you even uh, mod, bro? Oh, so here's, here's one. You weren't even one. on the show. Um, nope. God, what was it? It was me and Stan from Cantina Vizsla. And uh, we were doing trivia and I believe Stan said he had maximum booty knowledge. That was a pretty good one. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Maximum um, booty knowledge. That was an, good. Another one that hasn't been mentioned that that I loved. I don't know if you liked it, but I remember because people may know that we disagree on occasion. And <laughs> you and I were having an argument uh, about the AOE ability from old Ben. And... You were so upset that it did not do damage. And, uh, like, you, 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 we kind of kept going back and forth, and you were like, how can it not be worse? Uh, you know, or how can not doing damage be better? And then I was like, well, because if you don't do damage, you can't get counterattacked. And you just sat there, like, <laughs> okay, that's a good point. Uh, I remember that, was, that, and I was, was like, all funny. right, argument's over. <laughs> Like, can't keep fighting now. Makes total uh, sense. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like Drew's there. Uh, another great, uh, from at least the first, you know, hundred episodes, maybe even not like that. Not, maybe even not that long. 70 episodes, Jerry facts, every episode talking about our, our boy magma trooper back before Dude. he got, uh, back before he got the Imperial troopers got a rework and he actually became decent just making fun of how pointless he was in the game for so long. Do, do you have a Jerry fact for us? Do I have a Jerry fact for us? Yeah. Do, do you have um, one that you can that you can whip up? <laughs> uh, hmm. Give me a second. You keep talking and I'll think of one. Oh, Joker mentions the time that um, that the uh, at the time future Miss Wink came and did the Sounders live. Um, it's always fun whenever <laughs> I come <laughs> make her get on the show. <laughs> I do not remember what episode that was. That was pretty funny, though. Um, Constant Beagle Squadrons running through the podcast. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. It's not as bad <laughs> now, but it used to get crazy. Oh, man. And like yeah. someone riled up the Beagle Squadron again. Yep. Beagle running Squadron running definitely gets crazy. Oh, shit. Um, let's see. There's There's been a lot of good times. Um and a lot of great stuff. I mean, we've met a lot of you really awesome listeners. Uh, you know, get to chat with you guys. Um, uh, yeah, not not sure. What else to say other than thank you guys for listening? All the, I mean, a lot of you guys have been listening for a long time. I know we have a lot of people that are newer too, and. All of you, thank you very much for downloading the podcast every week. We really appreciate it. Um, it's great having you guys in the community. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Love getting to know all you guys. I mean, just the the wide areas of you know people that we have, just like where you guys are from and stuff. It's pretty crazy that this thing is spread out that much. Um, so thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, it, it's been a good 200 episodes, man. And let me tell you this. My plan is for the next 200 to not have internet issues. Yes, please, please. It is amazing that Although, we've been doing this show almost four years. Our first episode dropped on June 17th of, what would that have been, 2016. Uh, that's when the first episode was released, and I've had tech issues. I haven't, I haven't had cable internet in almost a decade. I think it's eight and a half years now. <laughs> Pretty bad. Uh, I, I can't wait, man. All right. I cannot wait. Your Jerry fact is a throwback, but I will say this: you may have noticed that Jerry is still not a pilot. You remember when ships were introduced, we talked about he uh, put in yeah. a, uh, he tried out for it and he uh, did not make it. He's That's still appealing right. that. He's appealed it two or three yep. times, but they haven't changed their stance on putting a pilot wearing a giant flammable backpack into the pilot seat. So Jerry will not be a pilot, unfortunately. He tried to get in the Imperial uh, I- TIE bomber, but uh, bombs... Guy with a flammable backpack on, they were just like, no, sorry, bro. That's so Jerry. That's disappointing. Poor guy. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. Maybe. So. 
I don't know. Maybe one of these days he'll he'll get to pilot a you know pi- pilot a torch ship or something. I mean, that that sounds like it might be kind of <laughs> useful for like burning people out of caves or something on you, you know some random place. Um, yeah, you never know. Yeah, you know, it would be hilarious to me if Jerry showed up on Mando <laughs> at some point. Oh, like, give him his great. moment of fame. That would be awesome. Um, moment of flame. Hey, just not Canadian in the chat. That. Yeah. Hey, you guys in the <laughs> chat. Yeah. Let us know where you're from. Uh, Craig's from. Uh, I'm going to butcher Scotia. that. Do what? Nova Scotia, Canada. 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 Yeah. Heck yeah. Um yeah. good stuff. <laughs> By the way, it's I do think it's funny. Jerry Jerry almost made it into season one of the Mandalorian, but they're like, We're gonna use these troopers with red stripes in an even better oh, flamethrower yeah. than you have instead of you. So <laughs> poor nice. Jerry couldn't even make it on Mando. Uh, Drew says that Jerry might actually be God because this year has been a dumpster fire. He might have a point. Yes. He might have a point. That is Jerry. Come on, clean up your mess. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, man, Chicago drew nuts, Missouri drew. Nice. Hey, Southwest Missouri. You're not too far from me, Drew. North Texas Joker. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Heck yeah. Oh, jo- Joker's right, well, from North Texas. I didn't realize that. That's really close to me. That's nice. yep, right up there. All right, well, everyone, we're not going to go through the usual spiel because we just want to end it on a high note, saying thank you to all of you for listening. Thank you to Blue for sponsoring us for so many of these episodes. Heck, you guys yeah. are awesome. We appreciate you very much. Uh, everyone that listens, everyone that supports, everyone that supports just by listening or any other way that they do, every single one of you that spread the word about this podcast or show up on a Friday night when you're tired late at night on the East Coast, any of those things. We appreciate all of you very, very much. And I want to just thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the show. And hopefully we can hit episode 400. But for this episode, I want to say thank you now, and we will see you for episode 201 on our March 2-300 starting next week. Heck yeah. Later.